Hi guys, welcome to episode 7 of Engage Cast, a podcast about all things growth and marketing. This is your new host Ashna Jha and you will be hearing a lot from me over the next few months. Last week on Engage Cast, Priyam spoke to Meera Ayer from Medlife about how Medlife is creating a powerful healthcare brand by keeping the customer centricity as its top most agenda. This week we are hosting the most lovable kitchenware brand across India. Wonderchef. Excited? I am. When I first decided to buy an OTG oven, I got one from Wonderchef. 2 years later, it's still super sleek and smooth. Let me tell you, I'm the biggest fan and probably have more kitchenware products from Wonderchef. I love the way Wonderchef combines the price and the value. Remember the OTG oven I told you about? I got it at dirt cheap price and the value I received was amazing. India is a price sensitive market. Especially us women, we like to be as frugal as we can be while shopping for our kitchen utilities. Today we will be speaking with Arpan Biswas, Chief Marketing Officer of Wonderchef about the hustle that goes behind building an authentic and powerful brand. He will be enlightening us on how to effectively craft a brand message, why content marketing is extremely crucial, choosing a pricing strategy that helps you enhance your brand perception. and how wonderchef is growing 10x as the most preferred brand for the households so let's dive in so arpan over to you welcome to engage cast thank you ashna thank you for this opportunity and looking forward to it great so arpan can you take us through your background what did you do in the past and what are you doing right now so uh, i i hail from calcutta I have uh, completed my engineering from IIT Kharagpur and post which I uh, my MBA in marketing from IIM Kharagpur post which I have experience of close to nine years now in uh, different industries, starting from uh, FMCG to real estate to apparel and currently I'm working with Wonderchef, which is a consumer durables brand. Great. You have done your engineering uh, into civil from IIT KGP. Am I right? Yes, I have. Yeah. So uh, then you chose marketing as a career. Why yeah. marketing? Why not anything else? What drives you uh, about being a marketer? You should be asking it to the fifty percent guys who have who have chosen engineering and then went on to, or more than fifty percent every other person these days. At that age, you want to be at the best place, which is whichever is possible for you, right? With right. the word. intellect and uh, limited uh, abilities so that is something which had worked out for me and i went for it but after going there uh, doing civil engineering i realized that my passion lies in the creative field uh, and i was good with numbers and i have always been good with numbers uh, so i saw that these two strengths which i have what is the best way to leverage these and i realized that marketing and other spaces where in advertising you get to do a lot of creative work and in marketing is all about numbers uh getting the best out of the every money spent so i thought maybe marketing is the right space for me uh that's when i uh, i was keen to get into a marketing organization from my uh iim days i got placed in tata motors which was extremely uh, 
was a fantastic experience for me those three years where and I got to travel to a number of different places and marketing all about being open to things and understanding how what customers think and I got a brilliant exposure there. Post which I have had really fantastic exposure across different uh, industries and different uh, uh, categories. Mm-hmm. I think uh, the decision which I had taken long back uh, of being in marketing really helped and also I think as a person it is believed that marketers are supposed to be extroverts. That is the popular perception. I am not really an extrovert but it has worked well for me uh, and uh, let's see how it goes right tomorrow i'll be in finance or something i don't know but right now it's marketing <laughs> so uh, arpan i see that you have worked in various sectors as you mentioned real estate textile food and now kitchenware so what is the most difficult challenge that you have faced while marketing a product uh, i think it's uh, user engagement that's that's uh, something which is uh, extremely important in marketing and that's something which we have which i have faced in different sectors mm-hmm. uh, user engagement through good content creation because uh, i tend to believe that there are very few agencies in india which really create that kind of content premium content or content that uh, is succinct and it reaches the customer in the right format and also the fact that the biggest challenge which i think is uh, the customers reduce, reducing attention span if you see, uh, we used to have uh, long TV ads mm-hmm. of around two to three minutes, few decades back. From that, we have moved to uh, a minute TV ads. From that, on digital, because the attention span is so less and because of the high clutter, customers don't tend to engage beyond, say, 20 to 30 seconds at max. And in those 30 seconds, it's difficult to uh, pass on your message to the customer in a certain format. So. That's something which uh, I think is extremely difficult. And also the fact that most of the competition is talking about the exact same thing. Right. So, uh, there's huge clutter. Mm-hmm. And how to break that clutter and reach the customer, that's something that's challenging. According to a study by Microsoft, the average human being now has an attention span of 8 seconds, which is a sharp decrease from the average attention span of 12 seconds in the year 2000. A quick tip. If you want your video ads to perform really well, make sure to include the gist of the offering right after the opening screen or in the start. Uh, so you talked about attention span. Uh, I think we have the great example of marketing attention span uh, in the form of a very popular app called TikTok. And inorganic and organic, both are different sectors uh, where marketers tend to spend a lot onto their marketing budget. So what are your views on creating effective ads for the end consumers? I think one is uh, the ad should be in line with the overall brand uh, imagery, what the brand stands for. It should be consistent with that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Secondly, it should be uh, extremely uh, crisp and short so that it conveys the message in the right time. And because media is so costly these days, uh, so it's, it's extremely important to have to share your message with the customer in the right format, the right channel. And uh, I think third is, I tend to prefer uh, uh, to have some humor in that because mm-hmm. something which uh, cuts the clutter and which, uh, which the customer engages with. Uh, so I would say these are the three, yes. Great. What does a customer journey look like at Wonder Chef? Uh, 
it's it's a uh, it's actually uh, very different for different customers to be honest but if i have to uh, look at have to share a single customer journey i think uh, given the category we are in uh, which is extremely uh, high involvement uh, it's primarily need based the customer uh, requirement is need based it's not impulse impulse purchase like in apparel or in say from cg some some categories so uh, a customer plans his purchase and uh, plans probably 2 months or 3 months before the product is in a deteriorating phase and decides that probably a month down the line or once the product stops working mm-hmm. uh, lines for that matter or a, a cookware it's not in the right shape mm-hmm. i will be changing it so on that there are two kind of customers one is customers who come and come to the store and ask as by brand so i want a wonder shed or i want to some other brand and the other kind of customer who comes to the store uh and they are not sure which is the brand which they want and they are willing to switch there are the customers who are willing to try out new things uh which has come to the market and they generally look for what is best in in terms of customer uh, reviews in terms of uh, what is being proposed or what kind of uh, usps the product has mm-hmm. so the journey is different but mostly uh, what we have seen is uh, first is customer realizes the need to purchase secondly secondly it, he or she uh, researches online dealers or distributors so he, they come reach out to them uh, and or talk to their friends and family then go to the store check out one thing which i realized recently is each and every customer who is going to the store they check out online pricing at the same moment to see if they get the same thing online at a cheaper price right. and finally if the price is comparable to online uh they will go ahead with the purchase uh from the store or they will purchase from online mm-hmm. yeah. so yeah cool in kitchenware mostly we see that retail leads the customer journey right so people uh, mostly women tend to go uh, to the retail stores feel the product if it's good for them or not and then purchase it according to you what should be the highlights of uh, the retail plus e-commerce marketplaces while marketing a certain product today is all about content how do you uh, share the top say two usps or three usps of the product with the customer in the shortest span of time to the right format mm-hmm. retail space it can be through a pos in online it's through a plus content or it's through reviews so it's user generated reviews which shares the feedback with the customers directly so i think the focus is obviously on content and uh, uh, producing really high class content which which make the brand look better mm-hmm. and which, uh, conveys uh, the right uh, usps or the right uh, pop and pods with the customer as in a right format mm-hmm. uh, i think uh, if these are done well then uh, there will be as in, and these are consistent across the different platforms we are present in uh then it makes sense and the customer gets consistent information from all across and that will help him or her in their purchase journey right true so uh, since you talked about uh, content arpan i want to ask what are what are the sop standard operating pro- uh, procedure for, for producing effective and relatable content at wonderchef i think uh But the first thing which we do before even launching a product is reach out to the customers to understand what they're looking for mm-hmm. so a product 
so the four p's of marketing as you know mm-hmm. so which p is heavy for that product is it the if you are launching a new product is it primarily for lower pricing to cater a lower price point market or some innovation in the product or say some promotion which you are going with the product a single piece versus a set for example we sell individuals of cookware plus set of cookware how do you take the product to the market right now in understanding this uh, we first understand what the customer requirement is then go back to our drawing board and talk with our, our product team to mm-hmm. get the right on board and then what is that one point of differentiation in the product which is uh, different from the products in the market we try highlighting that for the specific product we reach out to agencies uh, to create static as well as video content uh, in the right format once the base content is ready then we decide which are the right platforms through which the content can be uh, shared with the customer right now for example if i'm talking about amazon and flipkart you have a plus content for them we right. create a lot of a plus content uh, that's below the product page so that when the customer goes to the product so that is kind of replacing the touch and feel of the product so he goes and sees the 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 paragraphs of content about the product for example the five layer coating in our cookware or say uh, the two year warranty and how come we are giving it to a warranty based on what all steps we have taken to ensure the product is better quality than rest of competition right etc or else in case of a nutribullet mm-hmm. how does it compare compared to any other product in the market or uh, what are the different colors it comes in mm-hmm. or uh, say what is the power of the product vis-a-vis some other product in the market because mm-hmm. each customer has his or her different requirements so based on that a customer goes and makes the purchase so that's the first step, understanding what the requirement from the customer's point of view and highlighting that specific requirement in all the content which we uh, share with the uh, through the different platforms right so uh, what kind of content is working well for wonder chef video content or text based content video any given day uh, if you if you see the the change in paradigm in the last few years mm-hmm. it has totally moved from static to video Mm-hmm. Uh, because no one wants to spend time reading video works also because it's it's audio right you don't have to customers are becoming more and more lazy mm-hmm. so if you see something you get to hear something you don't have to read anything like in back in those days when newspaper ads used to be the most popular medium uh, say few decades back when newspaper ads used to be verbose full of content full of uh uh Uh, words now if you look at the newspaper ads it's hardly 3 to 4 words and that's enough to uh, convey the message to the customer so video as a platform has really worked for us and we create a video for each and every product which we have now in a firm uh, where there are close to 400 rescues we have the entire kitchen range is difficult for us to communicate about the usps or the uh on the uh, features of each and every product so we create videos in house videos which we uh boost through social media for the customers to know and understand more about the product about the benefit of the product what the product does to them and how is it making the lives easier for them mm-hmm. yeah. so uh, how do you combine the price as well as the product offering while communicating with the consumer what do you think is more important pricing or the features that depends if i am reaching out to uh, a customer the aspirers in the in the pyramid for them pricing is important 
but for customers who are looking at specific features and willing to pay a, uh, a slightly higher price for them, features are more important. So they're different kind of customers. So it's always a mix of that. But in a high involvement category like ours, I think mm -hmm. uh, generally features tend to be more important than pricing. Mm -hmm. but it also depends on, as I mentioned, uh, it depends on price sensitivity too for the customer and for the product category. But in our communication, we show the hero product in the category and mention the starting price point so that we can develop consideration for the product and the category. Right. So how do you deliver a personalized experience at scale while communicating with the users related to the product or after the purchase? Okay. Uh, personalized experience, thanks to digital, it's possible uh, to provide personal experience at scale. So, mm -hmm. and we have also tied up with Web Engage mm -hmm. uh, recently uh, to understand customer's journey on our website and show uh, him or her personalized messages suiting his or her behavior. For example, a customer who who's, uh, who doesn't tend to spend too much time on our website okay. or a customer who has come to our website a number of times but hasn't made any purchase, we have different messaging for them. We have different journeys charted for the customers, different section of customers, and we show different messaging to them through all of that. And obviously, they're dynamic ad posting through Google and yeah, through primarily move through more, more, more or less of these. Great. So if I may know the channels which are working really well in your favor, uh, it can be SMS, it can be email, or it can be web push notifications. See, all channels have a certain role. SMS has worked well for us whenever we have communicated a new product launch or some offer which is going to the market, right? Email works well for us to share content or talk about new product offering to the market wherein we highlight the product USBs. Right. Uh, video has worked well, as in Facebook has worked well for us whenever we have engagement with the customer, wherein we uh, share some engaging content with the customer. It can be engaging in terms of the format. It can be animation engaging. It can be cartoon engaging. We have seen yesterday we have released a cartoon regarding uh, TV Sindhu's gold. And it has, yeah, we are a new format which we have tried out. Uh, and it has really done well for us. In just, uh, I think, in a single day, we have got close to, I think, close to a million uh, views in that. Wow. So that has really worked for well for us. Uh, so content, uh, it totally depends on the channel, what is working well. Mm -hmm. certain purpose to build the brand. Uh, print that has a certain purpose. So different channels have different requirements and whenever, depending on the business requirement, we decide what to highlight and what not to for the specific channel. Okay. So we know about social media, right? You go on to Facebook's business uh, marketplace and you, uh, you make the ads and you post it. So what about the e-commerce uh, platforms like Amazon and Flipkart, which has now rolled out ads for the, for the vendors too? So what are your views on that and how do you plan your ads on these platforms? Sure. So Amazon and Flipkart, Amazon has, uh, I think, AMS, which is primarily uh, the CPC uh, medium. And Amazon also has uh, the, the CPM ads primarily for their, uh, the big uh, the days, which they have Amazon sale or the brand days or the category days, which they have. So we are, for Flipkart, I think it's brand ads, and they also have the big billion days. So we are tied up with both of them, uh, depending um, on our sale in these platforms. We 
put in a certain amount, certain percentage of that. And we divide that into categories. One is CPC, which is uh, based on the searches right. which the customers make. And we try to highlight our product in the category searches or the, in the brand name searches and okay. try to get as much this as possible. In Amazon, you have three different layers. For example, a sponsored ad, uh, wherein uh, you can make change the customer's decision at the page of purchase. Uh, okay. Competition's page of purchase, you can show a small ad to him. Mm-hmm. Or a sponsored brand ad. Uh, or which earlier used to be called headline search, wherein if someone searches for a competition product uh, brand, I'll be showing my ad instead, or else you know, a product display ad. So there are different ads in uh, Amazon, which has really worked for us. Mm-hmm. Similar to Flipkart, Flipkart has been slightly slow on their uh, ad platform, but they have picked up recently and we have started investing with them. They have similar, I think they have uh, PLAs and other ads which has uh, started picking up. And uh, the ROI we have seen is fantastic from these ads, uh, primarily from the sponsored ads, which has given us ROI of as high as 10 in some cases. For every one rupee spent, we are getting 10 rupee worth of uh, sales mm-hmm. for us. So yeah, and other than this, we are also investing heavily on um, the brand days or any category specific event or the big shopping festivals, which Amazon and Flipkart have. And we have seen good results from that. Great. So, uh, how are you measuring growth right now with respect to brand experience and engagement? What are the key metrics? Uh, I think the first and the foremost is sales from different channels. Uh, How on a year-on-year basis, the value and volume of sales have improved. Mm -hmm. Second is the category growth. So, so we are present across uh, eight categories out of which we see how the uh, growth is vis-a-vis the category sizes, at what CAG are the categories going versus at what rate we are going. And thirdly, from a brand point of view, we see how is the overall awareness for the brand growing in terms of mm-hmm. top-of-the-mind awareness of aided and unaided awareness. Mm-hmm. How is uh, the usage for the brand going for customers who are aware of the brand? How many of these guys are using the brand? And lastly, how is the imagery for the brand moving? So is the brand perceived to be a a premium brand is the brand perceived to be a value for money brand is the brand perceived to be a, uh, a say uh, a relevant brand for the customer how is the trust for the brand so mm-hmm. these are the matrices uh, which we look at uh, mm-hmm. to see how the brand performance is mm-hmm. so uh, my favorite question so a kitchenware tends to, to be a product category where people are really sensitive about the prices. So if the competition will offer them lower prices and good value, people will run through it. So uh, do you think are discounts an effective long-term growth strategy and how does it affect customer loyalty? Honestly, I don't think discount is a strategy. It's just a tactical measure to boost uh, sales, short-term sales. Mm-hmm. But given the rise in online shopping, wherein uh, big e-commerce players are willing to uh, shelve off their margin to increase their in GMV. It's too prevalent these days. Uh, also tend to believe that customer loyalty isn't a function of discount, honestly. Customers are loyal to the brand's promise, mm-hmm. uh, what the brand stands for, uh, be it the quality design, innovation, health, convenience, benefit of usage in our case. But yes, there are some customers are willing to shift to another brand if they get a superior price. Mm-hmm. That is a discount. But they would surely move back in the long run if the original brand 
Mm-hmm. Uh, if the new brand doesn't deliver as per the promises, which has cashier, right? Uh, discounting is obviously a necessary evil and uh, should be in line with competition uh, without going overboard. At times, depending on the business needs, we have to discount our products. Right. It says that we don't really use it as a strategy. We believe that discounting uh, is just to boost uh, short-term sales, and the mm-hmm. overall loyalty for the brand should be dependent on on what the brand is. delivering on his promises that's a great insight uh, okay we talked about the competition and the pricing strategies so uh, what do you think what sets the brand uh, like wonder chef apart from the competition primarily it's innovation uh, if uh, when i i joined this brand around 8 uh, months back and when i did my market visits to understand what the brand stands for mm-hmm. primarily the brand uh, it's all about innovation innovation i don't mean technically uh, uh in terms of technology is innovation in terms of product as well so if you look at our nutri blend which has totally revolutionized the mixer grinder market uh we have we have got a good chunk from the market already just uh, being in the business for the last 4 uh, to 5 years mm-hmm. uh nutri blend for example is extremely compact product has inverted design vis-a-vis uh, most of the competition mixer grinders are which are straight which are difficult to wash so this product innovation is one innovation in terms of uh, marketing as well if you have uh, followed if you manage to follow our social media you will see we are one of the uh, top brands in terms of social media presence uh, in the category uh, there are brands which are uh, six times higher than us in terms of revenue and which has been in the uh, market for around 6 to 70 years but their social media presence is one tenth of ours and uh, we take pride in saying that we are a brand which is totally built on digital and we haven't really gone out and spent a lot on mass media because you can never get that kind of share of voice with the kind of share of spend mm-hmm. or share expenditure which we can do at this point of time is a bit competition and this is a extremely heavy ad spend category wherein uh, there are some 500 600 cr or more ad spend per year mm-hmm. wow. Uh, wow secondly i would say uh, yeah just to add to it if you look at the marketing which we are doing uh, it's extremely innovative we have done animation which has not been used as a medium by any of the other players so we have just yesterday we have tied up with a very famous cartoonist and we are looking at topical posts mm-hmm. uh, and how to make indian house vibes feel special uh rather homemakers feel special because i think uh, indian homemakers are the least uh, appreciated lot they do so much but still they never get appreciated for the work they are doing for holding their families together was uh, doing so much without get, getting any formal pay uh, if, if they work anywhere else for the same work they would be earning in lakhs right secondly i think uh, it's uh, Uh, the quality of the product what sets us apart if you see our products uh, come with warranties which uh, very few competition give so that's something which really works stands out and thirdly the way we have been able to make a niche for us in the segment is through design uh, be it the colorful uh, nutri blend or the uh, royal velvet set or the non colored non stick we are the pioneer in colored non stick in india mm-hmm. and we have totally uh, disrupted the market Mm-hmm. and made a space for us in the segment uh, we are currently the top selling uh, non stick premium non stick brand in india across most channels so that's something which 
sets us apart from the competition. Great. So, uh, Arun, when we last interacted, you talked about Alexa and yeah. Google Home enabled products. So, can you enlighten our uh, listeners on uh, marketing these products, uh, wherein we see that, like most of the homes in India, have not adopted these technologies. So, how do you market them, and what are the challenges? Sure. So you are right. Uh, most homes haven't adopted this technology, but we are extremely hopeful that it is going to happen very soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, given the convenience an Alexa or an app provides to a customer. Mm-hmm. Uh, having said that, we have always been the uh, the pioneer in doing new things, and we believe that for the target group which we cater to. So we are slightly premium than most competition in the market, and the target group we cater to. They are the guys who adapt new things, mm-hmm. new technology. And to retain them as a wondership customer, we need to grow with them. Or we need to uh, develop our, uh, as a brand, with them. That's why we, uh, we have tied up with Amazon Alexa. And uh, we have created apps for NutriBlend and NutriPot, wherein they can use this app to uh, they have a list of recipes in these apps. Uh, for Alexa, for example, you don't need to use your hands. You can, through voice control, you can uh, work on recipes mm-hmm. uh, on YouTube, uh, bot as well as NutriBlend while cooking. So what happens during cooking? You will be using both your hands and the entire, uh, you'll be busy engaging with the entire process. So it's difficult to uh, click or go through YouTube videos, stop and uh, move forward, move back through Alexa that is possible. We have made an extremely streamlined recipe Alexa skill. It's called a skill in Alexa, which helps you to uh, move the recipe at your own pace. You can stop whenever you want. You can go back. You can uh, actually add to the grocery list if something is not available. Mm-hmm. Same goes for the uh, Android and Apple apps too. Mm-hmm. Right. So, uh, uh- Okay, getting the conversation back to the multi-channel strategies and how uh, Wondership is planning to grow digitally. So, uh, what do you think, what is most important when we have channels like SMS, social media, uh, we have web push, uh, notifications, etc. What is important while devising these strategies? So, uh, for SMS, you have different segments of users. For social media, you have uh, users uh, which... uh, keep different uh, kind of mentality, right? How, how do you combine all of these strategies uh, at one place? Okay. See, at the end of the day, we are more or less talking to the same user. A person who is doing social media is also looking at his or SMS, right? It's just that what content goes to them to so the different channels varies. And what expectation do they have from a social media post vis-a-vis a SMS or an email or a TV ad or a, a hoarding? So that's what changes. So as I told you earlier as well, it, uh, the content depends on the channel and we ensure that for more better impact, we create content as per the channel requirement. SMS, we have seen that it works best for any kind of offers. So uh, on our website, whenever uh, we have some new uh, campaign running, we reach out to them saying the last few days left, we would plan to close the campaign or the discount is going to uh, be removed. We reach out to them saying you have few days left or for example, if you're doing a new launch for a product, mm-hmm. SMS has worked for us uh, with the right uh, text or an emailer has really worked for us uh, whenever we're launching a new product to share the 
product benefit or the USPs of the product with the customer. Mm-hmm. Different channels have different uh, uh, content requirement, and based on the business requirement, we reach out uh, we reach out to the customer through different channels mm-hmm. uh, for the maximum benefit. Great. So uh, now comes our favorite question, and which we ask to each guest uh, who comes on our show. So, what do you think is the long-term growth strategy, acquisition or retention? Uh, honestly, it's always retention. It is, uh, but having said that, it also depends on uh, which uh, phase the firm is in. If you ask uh, a firm which is there for last six months, it's obviously acquisition, right? But for a firm like us, which is more stable, which has been there in the business for five years plus, I think it's retention because retention is uh, as as per our numbers, there is one seventh the cost of acquisition. So if I've lost a customer to someone else, it's very difficult to get the customer back. We are not even sure what kind of spends we need to get him on our back. Uh, but as I've already mentioned, for new players, it's the focus needs to be on acquisition. Mm-hmm. So uh, how do you keep in touch with the customer uh, who you have newly acquired? We reach out to them through uh, emailers, SMSs, reach out to them through our uh, through web engage now, now that we have it on board. Uh, we reach out to them through uh, the same uh, digital where, uh, so we have seen that customers, generally the journey which they have on social media, they first they come and check our videos and because we do a lot of video marketing and they follow our page and then they go to the website. That's more or less the journey which we have seen. Mm-hmm. So we reach out, we release uh, at least three videos, three to four videos per week. Mm-hmm. About the new products which have launched, how it is going to impact their uh, lives in a better manner. If you see all of our products, they are slightly innovative uh, in some manner. So what is that one thing, that one problem that product is going to solve for them? So we keep educating them on that. We have a, uh, we have a, uh, for retention, we have started something called Wonder Point. It's a wallet which we have created internally, wherein we uh, give some percentage of the transactional value which they purchase from our website so that they come back and there's high stickiness. They can redeem it in the next purchase. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they share our, our post on social media, mm-hmm. uh, they share our product on social media from our website. And if the customers, if the friends and families tend to purchase it, they'll be getting some percentage of Wonder Point 2. So we have also looked at an online MLM model, a multi-level marketing model online, wherein uh, customers, we encourage the customers to talk, uh, share feedback about the product which they have used. Mm-hmm. And uh, that also helps us in uh, unpaid marketing, wherein they share the feedback and through word of mouth, which you have seen is a very strong uh, driver for the brand, for the category in the offline space. We want to take it online where they share feedback with the friends and families and they come and purchase through our website. So that's another good way of uh, retention, retaining the customer and also reaching out to their uh, uh, friends and families. Right. So, uh, since you talked about MLM, I see that Wondershare uh, started as an MLM product, right? Yes. And now it is dominating the major e-commerce marketplaces which we have in India. So how was the transition from uh, home to home uh, product delivery to now uh, being the master of e-commerce? Yeah. So uh, so I think uh, 
master of e-commerce is a good title to have uh, i think any new player wants to test market its concept uh, which is very different than what used to be sold in indian markets uh, to a certain success before spending on building the brand or building a huge team which is a fixed cost so that's when our uh, md mr ravi saxena uh, decided that uh, mlm is the right model to go to the market uh, which is a not a cash intensive model where you don't invest a lot and through commissions and through partners which we have we will to able to understand how the product feedback is from the market what kind of traction the product is getting from the market mm-hmm. so it started which is self funded channel based on uh, margins given to our partners once we realized variable margins depending on sales for sure right mm-hmm. once we realized our products are loved by customers we got the confidence to enter the mass channels like e-commerce and general trade and uh, uh, since we have done that and uh, we have seen extremely positive response mm. uh, in most of the categories we have entered we are the number one player in the category number one on few cases number two gearing up to become the number one so mm. yeah that is why we started the, as of a dth player when we could dth is a direct to home it's a mlm uh, model which we call into the dth um, where you can test market the product get feedback about the product from the uh, from the users before going for a mass launch right and improve the product and go for a mass launch and different mass channels like online general trade modern trade right so how is the product acceptance in tier 2 and tier 3 cities uh, as compared to tier 1 cities the so primarily a sale still comes from tier 1 cities because of our distribution mainly is in the cities mm-hmm. uh, but that kind of gives us even immense opportunity in tier 2 and 3 cities uh from the business from the growth which we have seen in tier 2 and 3 cities we have seen that given the products are slightly aspirational and premium we used to have this uh, believe that uh, the products are meant for tier 1 cities but that is not the case uh, the kind of growth and acceptance and traction which you have seen for our products in tier 2 and 3 cities and uh, the focus is on growing our business in general trade now in these cities through mass marketing Mm-hmm. and uh, the products have been accepted and given that we have mr sanjeev kapoor as our brand ambassador right. that is also helpful right. because he has immense traction in the cities so uh, i think uh, it's time for us and we are also devising a plan on the go to market strategy for this uh, tier 2 and 3 cities and how to uh, make the brand known to each and every person who is uh, looking to cook a healthy convenient tasty meal and use our products in the future right so how are you planning to grow horizontally or vertically as in, in by introducing more products or going deep down in limited products uh every organization wants to grow both ways horizontally as well as vertically but the fo- focus right now for us is vertical to increase overall depth for each category we're in right now we have three uh, power sub brands uh, say choppers is one the uh, non stick to query is one and third is a nutri blend we want to increase it to 10 in the next 3 years wherein a otg which is doing really well for us and is to pick up a stainless steel segment has to do uh, we intend to be a uh, uh, number one player in the segment so yes primarily we want better depth and grow vertically uh, because also because uh, we have close to 400 sqs and looking at working capital and 
how easy or difficult is, is it for the sales team to sell so many SKUs, we plan to consolidate in the longer run. Right. Cool. So uh, now comes my favorite round called express round, wherein we ask you a question and you give the answer as fast as you can, just like a rapid fire round. Sure. Let's start. Sure. So if not a marketing professional, then who? I think I am most suited to be a social worker. I have always believed that I'm a socialist marketer. Marketers are supposed to be capitalist, but I think my traits and habits overall, I would have been in a social worker if not a marketer. Great. So if not working, then what would you be doing? Either traveling or playing video games. Best. Tell us a, uh, your dream job. Uh, second, I think I've already mentioned about uh, being a social worker. <laughs> if not that, I'll mostly be in advertising. I think I enjoy uh, the creative field a lot. And that's a space I want to be in, in the future, maybe something. A life quote you stand by persistently. Uh, I think uh, one, of the, uh, one of the recent ones which I've heard uh, by someone called John Rockefeller. It goes like, uh, don't be afraid to give up the good to go for the great. Perfect. Your idol with respect to your profession. Yush Pandey. No one else. Wow. So do you have any advice for the expiring marketers who want to build their career into marketing? I, the way I look at marketing and what I have realized in the last nine years, I think every single person starting from a finance professional to a operations guy, everyone is a marketer in their own rights. Mm-hmm. And so a marketer, uh, I would say a person who is holding the post of a brand manager or a marketing manager needs to be extremely open to ideas because the best of ideas generally come not from the agencies, it comes from the internal teams, the sales guys, extremely open to ideas because everyone in the organization or even a customer are potential marketeers and can really change the fortune of your firm through the right idea. Right. Your growth has been incredible, Arpan, from being a product marketing manager at Tata Motors and now growing over multiple categories, multiple product categories, and now being a CMO at Wonderchef. Incredible journey, I must say. Thank you. Thanks. Do you feel happy now being where you are? I, I don't know I should be happy or not. I, I just think uh, I have tried out different things. I do not want to take the same old path. Uh, of being in the same industry for long. To be very honest, uh, the kind of experiences or knowledge which I have had across different industries is immense. And the kind of uh, people I have met or the teams I have worked with, each and every industry has its own uh, complications or the way the go-to-market strategy or the product or the customers want from the product, how to market that product, the pricing issue, price sensitivity. It's very challenging and very different for each and every industry. and. Uh, Having said that, I think I have got a holistic idea of uh, what marketing is. And uh, now I for sure, I keep telling this to others as well. I I might not know what works, but I for sure know what does not work in the industry because I have seen failures. I have have been a part of failures too. I've seen things not work, but I've seen things work. So I I think that has really uh, made my base strong in the marketing space. Uh, And... I, I know what not to do for sure going forward. Great. Thank you so much for being on EngageCast. It was a pleasure talking to you. And we got a really, really deep insights on how the market works and how the user behaviors work.
so thank you so much again arpan it was a pleasure ashna thanks for having me here bye bye and that's it we hope you enjoyed the episode do write back to us in case of any suggestions or feedback on linkedin twitter instagram facebook at webengage if you like this conversation do share it with your friends and family you were listening to ashna jha in close conversation with arpan vishwas we will see you at the next episode with another awesome guest till then keep hustling and keep giving 100% to yourself